Welcome back, sports buds. It's week eight in the NFL, and this is the Pick'em Show. I am your host, Chris Billings, with my co-host, Tony Parlay Reyes, Nicholas J. Kerr. Let's jump into it, boys. We have the Los Angeles Rams at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas favored by six and a half points. I'll start with you, Nick. Who do you got in this one, Cowboys or Rams? I'm going to go Cowboys in this. <clears throat> the Rams are coming over, coming off a disappointing loss. Cowboys fresh off a bye. But for the most part of the season, they've relied on their overall talent. And in this game, I think they do. The Bees are playing at home. Like I said, they're coming off a bye. I expect Dallas to win this by at least a touchdown. Nick, I'm in agreement with you. Like, if this was above six and a half, I probably would have to go with the Rams. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Cowboys win by over a touchdown in this game. I've said it before. Uh, the Rams are a little bit of a finesse team that once you knock off that finesse, they don't have much else to resort to. Cowboys have proven they can get physical, especially with Micah Parsons. So I think he's going to be a lot in Stafford's face in this game. And I think they're going to get those re- – I think they're going to get Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup off their mark in this game. I see the Cowboys easily winning this at home by over a touchdown. So that means we'll check in on our resident Cowboys expert, Mr. Tony Parlay. Oh, he's on this boogie island. Tell us why you're picking the Rams in this game. Man, I so badly wanted to agree with you guys so badly but everything about this has the cowboys not ready sleepy off of a bye early one o'clock game at home against the rams six and a half points just feels like too many sean McVay, stafford great pairing good team good coach feels like a field goal game at best i really am going to be interested to see how they try and shut down puka nakua and cooper cup I just don't think that the Cowboys coming out of the bye are going to be able to make that statement and win by more than a touchdown. This feels like a close field goal game to me. He of little faith on the spooky island. Yeah, giving Cowboys all day on this one. Moving forward, we have a divisional matchup at the NFC North. Minnesota Vikings fresh off a hot win over the Niners on Monday Night Football. Going to Lambeau. Minnesota's favored by one point in this game. Tony, I will jump back to you. Who do you got in this one, Vikings or Packers? Picked Vikings, but feels a little trappy, doesn't it? We're all like one point just doesn't seem like a a number, like a good spread after that impressive showing that the Vikings just had. This is how they get us, man. It's always about like that recency bias is fresh in our minds. Like, I don't, I just... I say this, and there's just no way I can expect the Packers to win this game. Give me the Vikings. The Vikings are winning. Give me the Vikings. I'm all in on Kirk Cousins and this Vikings. Let's go, Jordan Addison. Let's go, Vikings. I'm in full agreement with you, Tony. I have the Vikings as well. If you have a comparison chart in terms of QB, it's going to be the Vikings. In terms of the better running back, it's probably going to be the Vikings. Um, In terms of better defense 
going to be the Vikings. I'd say the only area where the Packers might have an edge is coaching, and that's not saying much in this matchup. Um, so, yeah, give me the Vikings in this one. That leaves us with Nick. Nick, who do you have in this one? I mean, I'm right there with both of you. I'm taking the Vikings. They're coming off that big win against the Niners. Meanwhile, the the Packers just lost to the uh, Broncos. I'm not overly high on either team right now. So this may come down to a matter of who scores 21st. And for that, I'm going to take Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. All right. It's a unanimous pick on this game. So moving forward, we have the Falcons at the Tennessee Titans in Nashville, Atlanta. A road favorite, two and a half points in this game. Nick, I will jump back to you. Who do you have? Viking, or I mean Falcons or Titans. Brought to you by alcohol, by the way. <laughs> uh, Chris, I'm going to take the, the Titans in this game. <laughs> Arthur Smith travels to Tennessee, take on his former mentor in Mike Vrabel. I know Ryan Tannehill's hurts, and this Titans team has surprised us all year. The Falcons team, on the other hand, they've been in a lot of tight games, and Desmond Ritter hasn't always got it done. So I think coming off the bye, Mike Vrabel gets the better of one of his protégés and wins this game. All right. That Tony, who do you have in this one? No surprise. I'm deep in my Tannehill blind spot, taking the Titans. I'm wrong, guys. I'm wrong. I'm going to let you guys know ahead of time, whichever way I pick on this is going to be wrong. Give me the Titans. Give me Tannehill. He plays a little. Maybe he splits some reps with, what is that, Malik Willis? Don't care. Desmond Ritter and the Falcons. I can't watch that offense and him play. Give me the Titans. They're at home. Brable's off of the bye. They got the points at home. Give me the home dog. Go Titans. Oh, Tony. I'm disappointed in you. I was hoping that you mustache brothers would stick together. Give me Arthur Smith and the Falcons in this one. I think they are just the better team in terms of QB, running back, etc. Although that means you actually have to get the ball to Bijan Robinson in this game. <laughs> Don't know what the fuck happened last time, Arthur Smith. He has some very weird decisions between Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson so far. And it also seems like you don't really like Desmond Ritter. So, but hey, give me the Falcons. I'll be on my spooky island with this. So, moving forward, we have the New Orleans Saints at the Indianapolis Colts. Indy favored by one point. Tony, I will jump to you while I take off my mask here. Who do you have, Saints or Colts? Give me the Colts, man. I guess for some reason, my mustache brother, Minshew, and that Colts offense I have faith in? I don't really know why, but when I first looked at this, I was instantly like, I want no part of the Saints. Probably thinking about how they burned me last Thursday. Foster Moreau dropping that touchdown. Shame on you. Shame on you. Second of all, just the Colts, they, they kind of got screwed against the Browns. There's some questionable calls at the end of that game as the Browns were driving. I really thought the Colts were going to win that game, to be honest. I think that they're pretty well coached, man. I think that the Colts are much better coached. They're at home. I'll take the point. Give me the Colts. 
Tony, I'm in agreement with you. I'm taking the Colts. Although, Foster Moreau, let's not be too hard on the guy, is coming back from, I believe, like leukemia or cancer back into the league. And also, if we're going to put put out some blame, let's give it to Derek Carr, the checkdown king. And also, okay. <laughs> now we have Chris Olave that basically <laughs> doesn't want to play football anymore as well. So, with that, I'm going with the Colts. <laughs> Saints are a shit show. Don't have any identity. Um, I don't like anything I've seen out of them this season. I told you that that one big win that they had was a fluke, and it turns out it kind of was. So, yeah. That leaves us with Nick, who I believe has a flip in it for us. Yes, Chris, I do. I can't trust either one of these teams right now, so I'm <laughs> flipping it. Flipping <laughs> it! Let's see what it is. Hills. I'm going New Orleans. So that Lonely Island puts me on a spooky, spooky island. island. <laughs> you are on a spooky island because you're hanging out with Derek Carr. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. he ain't gonna get the ball to you. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we have the Patriots <laughs> at the Dolphins, a divisional matchup of the AFC East. Miami favored by. Nine and a half points in this game. Nick, I will jump back to you. Who do you have in this one? Your Miami Dolphins or the New England Patriots? You know who I'm picking. <laughs> I'm taking the Dolphins. I'll be there in the stands with my Patriot in-laws. So my real question is, can this Pats offense keep up the same success that it did against the Bills? It looks like the Dolphins might be a little susceptible against the on defense right now but do the pats really have the firepower to keep up with this miami offense the answer is no i think the dolphins win this by double digits all right all right tony jump to you who do you have pat or fins yep i agree with nick that pat's offense doesn't have enough to keep up with the dolphins offense Gosh, man, South Florida Heat, Patriots, they're just, they're not that good. They, somehow they beat the Bills. They overachieved in that win. Felt like I was like nine and a half, feels like a little bit of a trap to give the Patriots a little bit of extra points. And then I thought about it and I was like, Tyreek Hill's probably going to score more than nine and a half points. Yep, yep, Dolphins covering this. Easy, Dolphins win this. Sorry. Looks like I'm on the spooky island with Mr. Bill Belichick. Spooky indeed. But much like an upcoming Monday night football game this week between the Raiders and Lions, Lions coming off a game where they had some big expectations, kind of pooped the bed, and they're going to have to earn a win to bounce back despite playing at home. I think that's the same for the Dolphins in this game gonna have to earn this win despite being back at home despite playing an inferior opponent i think they just need to shake some juju off a win's a win regardless but nine and a half points just way too much in this one i'm going with the pats in this to cover but dolphins win so moving forward we have the battle for new jersey uh, <laughs> the Jets at the Giants. 
Jets favored by a field goal in this game. Tony, we'll start with you on this one. Feels like a dirty trap. Feels like a dirty trap. I mean, the Giants coming off of the big win that they had over the Commanders. Questions at quarterback. Is Daniel Jones really worth the money? Is Tyrod Taylor good enough to replace him? Come on. We know the answer to that. He is. Daniel Jones ain't worth that money. I just don't know how the Giants block the Jets. And even though I want to be skeptical of Zach Wilson, that Jets defense feels like they're going to overwhelm the Giants' O-line. I think the Jets win by about a touchdown. It's going to be ugly and low scoring, but I got the Jets in this one. Tony, I'm in agreement with you in this one. I think the Jets defense ends up carrying them in this game. And then I never thought I'd see the day or the game where I'd say, Zach Wilson's kind of a better QB in this matchup. <laughs> so, yeah, give me the Jets. I think by, they win by, eh, I'd say, more than a field goal, not quite a touchdown. So give me somewhere in between that four and six range there if I was a betting man, which I am. So I'll place that bet later. So let's check in on Nick, who I believe has another flipping it. Yeah, Chris, this was really a tough game to pick. It's a real true flip of the coin. Because normally you would go with the home team, but who's the real home team here? So, flipping it. Flipping it! Guess I'm going with the Jets. All right. In the battle for New Jersey, the coin half spoken unanimous decision it's the j-e-t-s jets 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 going forward we have jaguars at pittsburgh steelers jaguars favored by two and a half points on the road tony let's start with you on this one who do you have jags or steelers Really wanted to pick the Jags. Really wanted to pick the Jags. Feel like they're a little too high off their wins. Going into a hostile environment like Pittsburgh, I think they're going to have to rely on running the ball. Feels like it's going to be a wind game. Weather is going to be in effect. I know the Steelers' offense hasn't been much, but that defense has been legit. I'm going to take the Steelers at home as the home dog. Two and a half points. I love it. Give me the Steelers. Underdog of the weekend. Steelers win. Nick. I'm right there with you, Tony. This should be one of the most interesting games of the week because the Jags, they have obviously have one of the most the most young talented teams. So they're fine they have good coaching. They're finding ways to win. They have great playmakers on offense. On the other hand, the Steelers just have this suffocating defense and it's led by TJ Watt. And I think he's gonna be the difference maker in this. So give me the Steelers at home. Looks like I'm back on my key island with the Jags. I think the Jags just everything's rolling for them right now, and I think they're just gonna this is gonna be a game that they're gonna be laser focused on. They know what they need to do. They know they need to go into Pittsburgh and win this game to prove that they can truly contend in the AFC this season. And so, yeah, like, I think they will live up to the expectations, and I see them winning this close, but by a field goal, which last time I checked is more than two and a half points. So give me 
the Jags all day, baby. All right, moving forward. Divisional matchup. Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Commanders. NFC East. The Birds favored by six and a half points. Fresh off a big win against the Miami Dolphins. I will start with myself. Take off my spooky island mask first. But yeah, going with the Washington Commanders on this one. Commies. I think they cover because they kept it close in the last game that they had with the Eagles playing in Philly. Now being at home, I think they remain keeping it close. And so, yeah, Eagles win. Commanders keep it close. Tony, how about yourself? Complete agreement with you, Chris. I think, I believe it's Chase Young. He's on the trade block. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a stellar performance in this game. Commanders just match up well with the Eagles. They keep those matchups very close. I know it's a division matchup, but usually those games are by less than a touchdown. Eagles beat them in overtime a couple weeks ago. I feel the same way as you. I think the Eagles win, but the Commanders keep it a little bit closer than that six and a half. All right. Let's check in on island pick for you that is actually a very terrifying mask by the way <laughs> tell us why you're picking the eagles nick i mean after what i just witnessed on sunday night how can i not pick the eagles they haven't they haven't played great but they're still six and one and right now commanders fans are calling for ron vera's head at this point so if the eagles play half as well as they did sunday night against the dolphins they should easily win this game by a touchdown Fair assessment from a very scary face. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, we have the Houston Texans at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers have yet to win a game. Houston favored by three points in this one. Tony, who do you have, Texans or Panthers? I'm going to take the Texans, Chris. I really wanted to pick the Panthers coming off the bye. I know they're going to throw a lot at the Texans, but man, CJ Stroud in that Texans offense, battle of those top two picks. He definitely looks like the much better quarterback compared to Bryce Young. So much more poised and polished in the pocket. I just don't want to pick against him and the Texans, even though they're on the road. So I'll take them as road favorites in this one. All right, Nick. I'm right there with you, Tony, <laughs> because both teams are actually coming off buys. I know Carolina's playing at home, but and they're clearly the more desperate team right now because they want to get their first win and they think this is their chance. But I think D'Amico Ryans and that defense, along with CJ Stroud, they just are a lot further in the development right now, and they win this game. Uh, both of you back on the spooky island for me this is the classic rookie qb trap game in terms of expectations everybody's going to be picking this texans team who's really hot right now people have even floated their name for winning the division and then you have the panthers who we personally on this show have floated are they even going to win the game this season and so I think with those expectations, you are going to have a rookie QB that's going to be feeling himself on the road, and then the Panthers are going to feel disrespected. 
and I think that Panthers actually come out and win this game, their first win in the season, and it kind of brings C.J. Stroud back to reality for this season of, hey, any given Sunday, bucko. So, yeah, I just, like I said, I see this as a classic trap game for a rookie QB where all the expectations are like, oh, yeah, sure, going to win this game running away. Not so fast, my friend. So, moving forward, we have the Cleveland Browns at the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle favored by three points with the 12th man at their side. Tony, who do you have in this one? Seahawks or Browns? I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one, Chris. At home, feels like a great spread. Three. I just don't think, I just, you said his name is PJ Walker. I think that's the name of the Browns quarterback from now on because we know the story with Deshaun Watson, unfortunately. So I just don't have a lot of faith in PJ Watson, PJ Walker going on the road and beating Seattle and de- defeating that 12th man with all that noise. Geno looked a lot better last week. I think Seattle wins this game by about a touchdown. All right, Nick. Tony, I'm right there with you. When I was writing my notes, I almost put PJ Tucker. So <laughs> you, you see where my mind was at. So I, I, I'm picking the Seahawks. I, I know the Browns are four and two, and they have arguably one of the best defenses that we've ever seen. But the thing is, they've done so with patchwork offense. They're going to be missing Massage Man. They're likely going to be missing Jerome Ford. So that means PJ Walker, Tucker. <laughs> and Kareem Hunter just going to have to carry the load. I, I, I just don't see it happening with the 12th man, East team traveling West. Give me Seattle at home. I'm back on the Island, picking the Browns and PJ Walker. But I think the Browns defense is ultimately going to be the difference in this game. I think the Browns' defense is actually going to score some points in this game, and that's going to be the difference. Geno Smith, I don't see him doing much against this Browns' defense. And then in terms of the Browns' offense, I think their run game's enough to get them on a Seattle defense that's susceptible to the run. So I think the Browns can win this game and be the road underdog on this one so yeah give me pj walker and the browns moving forward oh a game we had to get to is it going to be the 16th loss in the row chiefs broncos kc favored by seven and a half points it's been a rough go at it i'll start with myself on this one Believe it or not, first time this season, I'm picking the Broncos. I think they'll cover in this game. I think they'll keep it close, still lose, (laughs) end up being 16 losses in a row, unfortunately. But wouldn't be surprised if they managed to win the streak or break the streak this week after coming off a pretty, I guess, morale-lifting win against the Packers last week. So, yeah, give me the Broncos. Tony. I'm going to take the Broncos as well, Chris. Seven and a half. I'm going to take the half point. 
you guys can't beat the Chiefs. I know that. You're going <laughs> to lose to the Chiefs. That's for sure. That streak, that thing is like longer than Jets-Patriots. So, I mean, I think it's for sure going to be the Chiefs winning that one. But the Broncos are going to keep that one close. Yep. Give, me, give me the Broncos seven and a half. All right, Nick. Oh, he has the creepy mask back on. Yes, Tell I us, do. Mr. Finn Fan from the Spooky Island, why are you picking the Chiefs? I mean, Patrick Mahomes is 12 and 0 versus Denver. His passer ratings above 95. Got over 3,200 yards, 19 touchdowns, only nine interceptions. The Chiefs defense, which has only allowed one team to score 20 points this year, that presents a huge problem for the Broncos. Russell Wilson has had an occasional good game, but the offense hasn't been consistent enough to challenge Kansas City in any sort of back and forth in this game. So for that, I think the Chiefs actually win this by double digits. Ah, uh, wouldn't be surprised, but hey, like, <laughs> like I said, um, hope the Broncos can at least keep it close just for my, my betting sake on this one. But yeah, I'm, I'm it, it's basketball season here at the Billings household. Ravens, Cardinals in Arizona, in the desert, Baltimore favored by eight and a half points. Start with myself on this one. I'm going with the Cardinals on this one. I think that eight and a half points is just too much. And then Baltimore also coming off a big win as well. Um, so yeah, Cardinals have just been playing teams hard. I expect the same from them this week. So give me the cards to cover. Baltimore wins. So Tony, how about yourself on this one? Cards or Ravens? I'm right there with you, Chris. Give me the cards. I'm just going to go a step further. This is for you, Clip Boy. Cardinals winning this game. This is your upset of the weekend. Everyone is going to be sky high on Lamar and the Ravens. Have to go out West Arizona. Eight and a half points is too much. This Cardinals team is feisty. Cardinals pulling this upset. Give me the Cardinals. All right. All right. That means we got Nick, who's back on the spooky island. Tell us why you're going with, quote, the Raven Nevermore. I mean, Chris, the Ravens should be flying high after beating the Lions 38-6. to The Cardinals, on the other way, have lost their last four games by double digits. Another digit, double-digit loss is in store for them in Arizona. The Ravens aren't perfect, but they hurt themselves with turnovers in the last two losses. I think that they get this done against the, against the Cardinals. All right, all right. So, that leaves us with our last game of the Sunday day games. We have the Cincinnati Bengals at... The San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara. San Francisco favored by five and a half points. Tony, we'll start with you on this one. Really should be the, the game to be flexed to Sunday Night Football. Don't know how it's not. Feels like a really good game. Bengals, Niners. Five and a half point spread. I know what I just saw with Brock Purdy. Bengals coming off of a bye. Bengals are going to win this game. Bengals defense is for real. 
they're going to cause too many problems for that offense and Brock Purdy. It's going to be very close. Shanahan's not very good in those close games. If he does not have a lead, he's a front runner. I like the Bengals in this one. Give me the Bengals all day. Tony, I'm in agreement with you. I also think the Bengals are going to win this game. Um, I just, yeah, I think San Francisco is going to be in a weird mojo this last couple weeks, but they're going up against an elite quarterback, a very good defense in Cincinnati. Burrow finally starting to look like he's healthy, and that was before the bye week, so... Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals to win this one, and I think it upsets a little of the Niners' momentum even further. So, Nick, looks like you have another flipping it for us. What does the coin say? Flipping it! Let me try that again. Let me try that again. Flipping it! Heads, I am taking San Francisco. So that puts me on Spooky Island. Spooky Island with Shanahan and company. All right. That concludes our Sunday Pick'ems episode for week eight. Thank you to all you fine folks that have been sticking out with us throughout this season. Uh, check us out later on Sunday with our Sunday night football picks. We'll also have our Monday night football picks on Monday for you. Something in a little five minutes to get you through the work day. And then, yeah, later in the week, we'll have our week eight recap, etc. So check that out. Like, comment, subscribe. For Nicholas J. Kerr, Tony Parlay. Reyes, whoa, brought to you by alcohol. I'm Chris Billings. This is the week eight spreads. Have a great Sunday, everyone. Thanks for watching the Sports Buds. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe.